0: Many are getting rich. Many are failing. And many have fallen in their faith. Learn how to calm and overcomer in this end time through the anointed teachings of Pastor Ebenezer Okonifa. Pastor Ebenezer Okonifa is an emerging voice and a leader in this end time movement of faith. His message centers on faith. The Holy Spirit and the realities of the new creation in Christ. He is a senior pastor of Overcomer's Nation Church and president of Ebenezer Kronipah Ministries in Accra, Ghana. Become inspired, empowered, and enlightened as you listen to the life-transforming message of God's word through His special servant. And now, today's message.
1: In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, amen and amen hallelujah precious father we are grateful to you thank you for your presence this evening in our midst we pray in the name of jesus christ that you speak to us the bible says where two three are gathered in your name there you are in the midst of them and father if you are in our midst that means that you are here to fellowship with us the Bible tells us that back even in the garden of Eden, you had fellowship with Adam and Eve. The voice of the Lord was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. Father, tonight give us a cool of the day experience of you. Let us hear of you. Let us hear from you. Let us hear your works Oh, in this message in the name of Jesus Christ. And let our lives never be the same again. Thank you, Lord. We are blessed. Somebody are you blessed here. Yeah? Shout and bless. No, let it sound louder. Like Shout and bless. I am blessed. Yeah, look for three people that you want to boast to, and tell them I am blessed. blessed. Look for them. Look for them. Look for them. Uh, let them give them some attitude. Uh, let me see your. way Show them in your the way, wrinkle of your nose. Uh, I am blessed. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus Christ. Now people are going for nine to one people. Like I said three people. Hallelujah! Uh, somebody celebrate the Lord with a clap of rain. <laughs> Kindly take your seats in the presence of the Lord. Glory to Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, some people are saying that because we had Spirit come yesterday, so today church is a holiday. But church, there's no holiday in church. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Because church is about fellowship in the presence of God. Fellowshipping in the presence of God, and there's no holiday from that. Praise God forevermore. And I pray that tonight, even as the word of God comes to us, we'll be imparted with knowledge for a glorious 2023 in the name of Jesus Christ. 2023, come on, shout it louder. 2023, Our prom- the promised land. What say it again? Now you cannot say that thing and just look normal. Say it again. You lack nothing. You know what that means? is the most of the time when I talk about lacking nothing, people just think about money, but it is no, it's beyond money. I, I lack nothing. Anything that will bring me joy, anything that will bring me help, anything that will bring me opportunity, I don't lack any. I don't lack friends. I don't lack love. I don't lack joy. I don't lack peace. I don't lack any good thing. The bible says that every good and every perfect thing cometh from above hallelujah so with that good that which is good and that which is perfect he's saying that we will lack nothing whatsoever may that become your portion this year may that become your story this year in the mighty name of jesus christ glory to jesus so it is important that when in this theme and tonight i'm just going to do a little uh uh discussion around the theme for the year uh our year of the promised land what does it entail what are we to expect what should it mean to you whenever we talk about the promised land what is the reference to us in this present day as the children of god the promised land is uh if uh uh, for lack of better words i'll say uh, an inherited or a hired uh, statement or claim because uh, it was not originally made to us christians but then the inference can be adapted to us uh, according to the will of god glory to jesus christ but even before i go into uh talking about the promised land i discovered something in the scriptures That anytime God will call a man, anytime God will decide to uh, purposely call a man, God always makes a place available for that man. He calls the man not just to himself, but calls him to a place. It calls him to a specific place, and that place provides the nourishment, provides the security, provides the environment and the surrounding for that man. And that place provides everything, protection, food, shelter, everything is catered for in the place that God has called the man to. So if the man is able to get there and is able to stay there, take note of that, get there and stay there, the man is totally cared for that man works in prosperity works in the supply and the provision of God concerning his life and for the fulfillment of his assignments let me give you a first scriptural uh, example the Bible tells us about how God created Adam and the Bible tells us that when God had created Adam he planted a garden he planted a garden the bible says to the east of eden this is a garden which we know as the garden of eden it was a garden of beauty a garden of supply and the Bible says that and god placed the man there he placed the man there he placed adam and eve in the garden of eden it was a place and the garden was their new environment the garden was what surrounded them and the bible said that he told them to eat of every fruit in the garden meaning the garden was supposed to what be their supply the bible says and god gave adam the assignment of working in the garden keeping it and taking care of the garden so in that garden also was the purpose the assignment the work of them of, of that man glory to jesus christ so it is a, a place that god called him to and that place define his assignment on, in his existence. It's, it's, it's defined the supply. No wonder when, whenever we talk about provision, we say that when God gives a vision, he also adds provision to it because all of that is, is factored into the call of God concerning his children. I pray that this year you will discover the garden that God has prepared for you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Look at Abraham. The Bible tells us that when God appeared unto Abraham in Genesis chapter number 12, the Bible said, I told him, leave the house of your nativity. Leave your father's house. Leave the land where you are, your brethren are. And I will send you towards a place. I will send you to another land. Again, he calls Abraham and he makes a place available for that person. So God is interested in sending us to a place a place abraham uh, right after abraham left his father and mother you read down uh in genesis uh, in, uh, somewhere around the verse number 12 uh, genesis, uh abraham offers god his sacrifice and the lord tells him that this land is the this land where you are you are good you and your seed are going to inherit it several times God makes references to the land that he has made available to his servant again you see God promising a land a place of nativity to his children now many years after Abraham the descendants of Abraham or Abraham by now are Israel they were in the land of captivity and God calls a man a prophet Moses and gives him the assignment for the delivery of the promise that he made to abraham so he calls israel the Bible that god called israel out of egypt and said i bring them out not just to bring them for bringing out sick but i said that to send them to a land hallelujah that is flowing with milk and honey and it was this same land that he had promised to abraham he said it was a beautiful land and that is what's in bible you realize it's either called canaan land the land of promise or the promised land he said that it's a land that he has promised it is not just a land but a land that has a prophecy to it a land that is born or uh, received by reason of a promise that is why it's called the promised land listen to me every one of us who are god's children whom he has called to himself there is a promise on our life. That is why we say that we are children of prophecy so there's no single individual or christian who is called by god and every christian is called by god who does not have a word of god concerning their lives there is a place that god has designated. oh hallelujah this word is blessing me in my spirit already there's a place that god has designated for our function and if we are to discover this place that is where we are going to prosper from why are there so many struggles among god's children and they are trying to find something to do with your lives because many of us have not gotten to the place of discovery of our designated place of our designated place and until you just come to the place of the discovery of your designated place, you will be wandering about in the wilderness you'll be wandering about in the wilderness looking here and there look, not knowing where your next meal is coming from not knowing where your next supply is coming from but i pray that in this year 2023 god will cause someone under the sound of my voice to discover the place that has been designated for your prosperity receive that grace upon your life as i receive that grace upon your life in the mighty name of jesus so the place places for the supply nourishment and the work of the one whom God has called, so in the place of uh, our call, we find our nourishment, we find our supply, and we find the work, the purpose. That Simon, are you writing these things down? That God has called us unto this is a teaching service. So you better write some stuff down. Uh, hallelujah. This message is both a, a message of teaching and it's a prophecy. So you need to understand what god is calling you to if you don't write these things down the bible god even when he spoke to his shoulder he said write these things down write these things down let's not take our christianity for a joke god is a real person and his relation with us is a is a real relationship. So we need to understand how God is, understand his operations. Let's take it seriously so that we'll enter into our inheritance in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Now, let me give you one last biblical example of God uh, calling uh, his people to a place. Look at what Jesus said uh, before he would be killed. He told what did he tell his, his, his disciples? He said, that, I go to do what? Prepare what? Prepare what? You see? another uh, he's not talking about a place again he's talking about a place
0: in my father's
1: house there are many mansions so he's talking again about a place he said if you were not so i will not tell thee why would jesus make reference to a place why will he make reference to a place he's showing us the mind of god how the will of god is fashioned So there is a place that god has called us to and i pray in the name of jesus christ that you find your place i said that you find your place i said that you find your place in the mighty name of jesus christ glory to jesus so we have been called to a place we have been called to a place now when we come into christ christ is the place of the christian Christ is the place of the Christian. We have been called into Christ. And the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, the verse number 17, that if any man be in Christ, hallelujah. So for us, our promised land is Christ. For us, our promised land is Christ. So if our promised land is Christ, then why are we still talking about the promised land? It is because the fullness of Christ has not yet been expressed in the life of the children of God the fullness the full supply the full load and inference of who christ is or is supposed to be to the child of god has not yet been experienced so we talk about the fulfillment of the promised land or the fulfillment the fullness of christ being in expression we are talking about the place where a child, the children of god rise up in the spirit and they're experiencing the full blessing of the spirit. let me show you a scripture ephesians chapter number one ephesians chapter number one the verse number three the verse number three look at what the bible says over there is our christian work is a journey and it's a journey for, of spiritual progress and we need to progress from where we are called where we become born again to where we manifest the full stature of christ i'll show you two scriptures in ephesians so blessed be the god and the father of our lord jesus christ who has blessed us what in with all spiritual blessings in what heavenly places in christ he has blessed us now we have received them that is in the spirit. but can you tell me that have you started experience all of these blessings? are we walking in the fullness thereof come on somebody talk to me so until we are walking in the fullness thereof we need to be making a journey of spiritual progress a journey of spiritual progress where we are manifesting the fullness of the potentialities of christ at work in us christ in us the hope of glory Christ in us Colossians one twenty seven. Christ in us the hope of glory listen to me a child of God our journey is not and, and that's one of the things that gradually as we are maturing as the children of God God is going to send us into many people have, have associated themselves with the Christianity of things So, they come into Christ, and when they are coming to church, all they are looking for is a blessing in terms of a manifestation of maybe a miracle money, miracle job, miracle this, miracle that, miracle that. All of those things are byproducts of Christ. But what have we been called to in Christ? To manifest the fullness of the blessing. The fullness of Christ. To express divinity. God's assignment on earth. God's purposes expressed through humanity. Expressed through humanity. Let's look at another scripture. I think Ephesians chapter number four. Ephesians chapter number four. Let's take it from the verse number 10. Verse number 10 downwards. So let's read something over there. Glory to Jesus. The Bible he that descended is the same also that ascended up far above all heavens, that he might seal all things. Now you're talking about Christ. How Christ descended on the earth, he died, entered into the depths now. He ascended. you understand me? And I was uh, uh he, 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 he took captivity, captive, carried captivity, so the, uh, NIV says he carried captives in his train. I, I don't know. Let me not digress into the fullness of that. I believe that probably as we go through the t- uh, teachings in the year, we may talk about that. What does that mean? Now, when he ascended, look at what he does. The bible he gave someone apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers let's go on. what was the purpose of this uh five-fold ministry of this assignments that he gave to the body he, he said what for the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry and for the edifying of the body of christ when you read it from the King James version, it looks as though there are three main purposes for what for for Jesus giving us the fivefold ministry, which is number one for the perfection of the saints, for the work of the ministry, and what three for what edifying of the body of Christ. But like, when you study from the original Greek, it is not so. It's just one statement. Now, given the amplified version, let's see how the amplified puts this. He said his intention. Was for the perfecting and the full oh, hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. I'm enjoying the message more than you. Glory to God. His intention for giving us. His purpose of giving pastors, prophets, evangelists is not necessarily about deliverance of somebody. It's not necessarily about healing of somebody. But look at, he's now showing us, expressing the mind of God. So, when you are looking at your pastor, this is how you, this is what you should actually be looking for. His intention was for the perfecting. The word perfecting means to, for the maturation, spiritual growth of the body. So, my assignment in your life is to see to your spiritual maturation, is to see for you, for you to get into a place of full adulthood. In the spirit, not maintaining a state of being a babe or a child in Christ. In the spirit yesterday pastor wisdom was sharing with us and he was uh, taking us through what does the promised land imply and he was telling us that the promised land to us the christian is talking about a realm i don't know whether he fully understood what he, he was referring to but it was exactly so there's a realm you are you get to in the spirit that god wants us to ascend to arise to and what we have risen to that place that is what we express the full blessing of the spirit we see deliverance. we see healing receive victory on every side why not because we are seeking for them but these signs are follow. at that point we are no miracle seekers so uh, sh- it is just a, just a byproduct of our lives we are functioning in the place of spiritual authority this is a good way to start uh, 2023 right this kind of teachings uh, i think we have enjoyed baby food for some time now i'm trusting god to bring us into the fullness of the blessing of the gospel of christ he said for the perfecting, maturation and only maturation equipping of the saints his consecrated people that they should do the work of ministering towards the building up towards building up christ's body the church so you see this one it, 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 it sounds like one because that is exactly it. the assignment of the fivefold ministry is to build us up to equip us for doing ministry work which will end in the building of the body of christ i wish we would look the church do we understand what the church is i've taught on this subject i don't know whether anybody thought it was interesting enough to go and listen go back to Baldwin. Go and look for the messages why she was sharing on the church what does the church mean what is the church the church the body of christ the household of god what is the church do we understand what the church implies its significance in the mind and in the will and the purpose of god what is the body of christ when we begin to identify what the body of Christ is, we will now begin to understand our true relationship one with another. The Bible says we are members one of another. We are not just members of Christ, but we are members one of another, the body of His flesh and of His bones. What are the implications thereof? you are in Christ. Praise God forevermore. Can we look at that scripture again in the Amplified? Glory to Jesus. That we should do the work of ministry towards the building up of Christ's body. Now let's look at the verse number 13. That it might develop until we all attain oneness in the faith and in the comprehension of the full and accurate knowledge of the Son of God that we might arrive at where we are arriving to. Where are we arriving to? Glory to Jesus Christ. I can see the castle, but we are arriving somewhere. Hallelujah. We arrive at real mature manhood. Really mature manhood. You see it over here, uh, what I was saying. The completeness of personality, which is nothing less than the standard height of Christ's own perfection. The measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. And the completeness found in him. (laughs) That's a lot of English, right? That's a lot of English for some people. Glory to Jesus, right? Give me the King James (laughs) version. Amen. It compresses it a bit better. Glory to Jesus. So till we all come in the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, that is a mature man. I've explained that to you already, and unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. So you realize what I was just telling you about. When you come into Christ, there's a place called the fullness. The fullness. And when we get to that fullness, that is when to us, the children of God, we have come into our promised land. We are getting there. Tell somebody I'm getting there. Oh, the person or why you are confused by the message. Tell somebody I'm getting there. There's a place of the fullness. He wants us to get to he wants us to get to the stature of the fullness of christ that realm where we are expressing all of the potentialities of his personality christ is the power of god and the wisdom of god where we are expressing the fullness of god's wisdom and we are expressing the fullness of god's power we are getting there when we get there we become signs and wonders oh when we get there, we become signs and wonders look at the life of jesus to give you an example when jesus resurrected from the dead, the man became he he was a wonder before but now there he was wonderful (laughs) hyper wonder mega wonder 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 the man was literally appearing and disappearing walking through walls he was making pictures appear at random one minute is in accra the next minute is in tokyo the man was like moving here and there the spirit of the lord is moving just like a magnet he's moving here he's moving there just like the day of Pentecost, Holy Ghost fire the man the bible said that when he resurrected the miracle that he did after he resurrected far out to all the miracles he had done that 40 days when after he had resurrected was more than all the three years combined the Bible said if there were books to be written concerning them oh there were not going to be enough books that mean that every second of the 24 hours something was happening pa, 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 pa. we are getting there i said we are getting there i said we are getting there but oh, it looks too good to be true we are getting the, the fullness of christ god help us i said god help us imagine what your life how your life will be imagine how your life will be at the place of the fullness think about it imagine how our lives will be oh the glory the glory of christ the glory of christ our king and land our king and land our place of attainment, our place of fullness, our place of fulfillment. So I go to prepare a place for you. I go to prepare a place for you. In my father's house, there are many mansions. In my father's house, there are many mansions. Wow. <laughs> Should I try to go there? A bit? What does that mean? In my father's house, there are many mansions. How can mansions be in the
0: house?
1: <laughs> Glory. <laughs> A mansion in the house. <laughs> A mansion in the house. No, is it I, 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 are you now I I I you I, I have song, song as it's now clicked. In my father's house that many. Oh, in my father's house are many mansions. So have you ever tried to fix a mansion in the house? But the mansion is out, isn't isn't a house. In my father's house are many mansions. Glory to God. When Jesus Christ resurrected from the dead, what happened to him? The Bible said he came with a renewed body. The Bible tells us that our body is a tent, it's a house. <laughs> I will leave it over there. Glory to Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my, my, my. I will go to prepare a place for you. Just think about it. He went and went to possess his body. And he went to prepare bodies for us. Then we get to that place of the fullness. The Bible mortality shall be swallowed up by immortality. That which can die will be swallowed up by that which is eternal. that those are the bodies that will rise into heaven with praise god praise the lord we are getting there them, i'm getting there so i don't know about tell them, i don't know about you but i'm getting there glory to jesus so the promised land uh, has prophesied to the jews i've told it was also known as canaan land or the land of promise or the promised land hebrews 11 verse 9. The Bible says, abraham by faith said in the land of promise as in a strange land so it was called the land of promise why was there a land of promise i told you it was it was a land of prophecy glory to jesus so you, you realize when we start talking about the promised land we are talking about the place of the promises of god so, getting to the promised land is getting to the place of the fulfillment of the prophecies of God. The thing that God and listen, there's no bigger prophecy, and is it that's why church folks sometimes must be careful. There's no bigger prophecy than what is written in the scriptures. The scriptures contain over three thousand prophecies or promises that God has made available to His children. So, this is a whole catalogue encyclopedia of prophecies or promises that God has made available so you want a prophecy you don't necessarily need to go and look for a papa you can go to the the prophecy manual the prophecy book so many promises so it represents the fulfillment of the prophecies of God it represents the faithfulness of God to his spoken word through his servants that what God has said he's able to do when we get there the the promised land is talking about where God's faithfulness is expressed look at something in Deuteronomy 9 28 Deuteronomy 9 28 this is uh, Moses speaking over here he said unless the land whence thou broughtest us out of outside because the Lord was not able to bring them into the land which he promised and because he hated them he has brought them out to slay them in the wilderness you see now the background of this is uh, the Kadesh Vania experience Numbers 13, 14, where the children of Israel uh, disbelieved God's ability to give them the land because they have seen the Anakites, they have seen giants, they are seen a lot of people who look like Tarzans. People, who, when they look at them, they are like, My goodness, this is Goliath multiplied. And so they said they could not enter into the land. Now, their behavior so irritated God that he wanted to kill that entire generation. So you know what he does? He gets into a place where you have a very vital uh relationship with god the bible says that it tells moses to step aside that he mislead them that's how powerful moses was Said so Moses, step aside that i may consume them so moses brings to god's attention that if you don't get them to this land and you kill them they will say that you are not able to you are unable to bring them into manifestation of what you have promised them yourself so, the promised land is talking about God sticking to His Word. His faithfulness in the lives of His children. This year, you are going to see the faithfulness of God. You see, that God will make you a promise and fulfill it. You are going to see it live. I say you are going to see it live. I say you are going to see it live. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. That is, what we talk about the, promise of the promised land, these are the things that you are looking at is talking about the fulfilled promise of god second corinthians 1 20 for what the promise of god in him they are ye and they are amen unto the glory of god by us praise god forevermore so that promise of the land preceded even Moses' prophetic ministry moses was just called to come and facilitate the process but it wasn't as though uh, it was after moses the promise was given to abraham and moses was brought in as a, a facilitator deuteronomy 19 deuteronomy 19 verse 8 and the lord thy god and life thy coast as he has sworn unto thy fathers so moses was speaking that the promise the swearing that god made was unto their fathers was unto their fathers god is going to show himself faithful he said before you were formed your mother's womb i knew you listen this year if you are going to stick with god you will see that god has an assignment for your life you are not in the universe you are not just here by chance. You are a, pro, a product of a program. You are a grand design of God. Ephesians chapter is it two verse 10? What are you say over there?
0: Hmm?
1: Again. Ephesians 2:10. What does you say? Huh? We are what? It's workmanship. Go on. Let's read it together. Ready? Go. We are God's. Uh huh. It right? Okay. as those you are drunk. I cannot hear anything. Come on, read it boldly. huh? Uh huh. That we should walk in them. Did you see that? So we are created by God. We are His workmanship created by God and he said that we are in Christ Jesus unto good works which he has what before ordained listen you are not you are not here by chance don't let the devil deceive you because of certain circumstances that you are passing through that as for you you are expendable you are not here by chance you are his craftsmanship recreated in Christ Jesus Unto something glorious, a good work. Lift have a right hand. I've been created for something good. Did you realize that the promised land? I'll get there very soon. The promised land, he said, is a good land. And he's telling us that we have been created in, on, in Christ Jesus, recreated right onto good works. Let's go on. Praise God forevermore. So, what are the characteristics of the land? Let's take a quick read of the. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter 8, 7 to 9. Deuteronomy 8, 7 to 9. I'm reading from the King James Version. Kojovi Kojovi Bible. Glory to God. He said, For the Lord thy God bringeth thee into what? Into what? Come on, are we reading together? He bringeth thee where? The scripture is right on the screen. Come on, read. Into a good land. Now, was it good when they got there or it was good before they got there? isn't it the same as the efficient suit and i just read unto good works which he has before ordained listen every one of you are going to make it life. i say you are going to make it life. you need to begin to identify yourself with god's rhema this is who you are don't look at what you are going through as a babe or going through as someone who has not yet discovered himself and say that that's who you are no you are who god says you are this year one of the things you need to learn to tell yourself is that i am who god says i am and i can do what god says i can do and i have what god says i have and god is who he says he is can we take it together Say, i am who god says i am i have what god says i have i can do what god says i can do god is who he says he is are you understanding me so you don't say that i am who my father says i am i am who they say i am i am who god says i am 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 you okay it's all a product of the school that you went to i am who god says i am like you need to you need to affirm that to yourself over and over again i have what god says i have he said that he's giving me all things are mine i have god's cross says i have i can do what god says i can do i can do all things through christ who strengthens me so i can do all things Say so i can do all things is it Journeying in the spirit to the actualization of these things is what the promised land is all about then we are getting there i said we are getting there let's take that scripture again to show me chapter eight seven for the lord thy god Bringeth thee into a good land, a land of brooks of water, of fountains and depths, depths that spring out of valleys and hills. Verse 8, it's a land of wheat and barley, and vines, and fig trees, and pomegranates, a land of oil, olive, and honey, a land where thou shalt eat thy bread without scarceness. Oh, hallelujah, without scarceness. Without scarcity. There's no scarcity over there. Ah, aku, wado, economy doesn't work over there. This year, that is how it's going to be for you. Oh, for yata, uh, economy doesn't work over there. Are you understanding me, somebody? No scarcity. Say no scarcity. Say no scarcity. No, no, no you are going you are going higher i say you are going higher this is a realm God wants to bring us into is a wherein thou shalt eat thy bread without scarceness or scarcity in which you do what come on read it you do what read it aloud you will lack nothing a land whose stones are iron and out of whose hills you can dig copper Ooh. Ooh. whose stones are iron Do you know what that means Do you know what that means iron when you are mining iron it's not talking about iron as it's as, as iron it's talking about the mineral iron the stones of the land are not ordinary stones they are iron in the hills you can mine copper from there it's talking about prosperity a place of abundance there's a realm that you can get to and every relationship that is around you can mean supply to you there's a realm you can get into and every situation, you see one man of god says something he said he has gotten to a certain point where he can travel and forget about money as soon as he gets into any nation money greets him at the entrance people meet him and they start giving him money there's a realm of supply that god wants the children to get into all things begin to gravitate towards you it is not a place where you live to get it is a prepared place it's not a place where you labor to be rich riches flow in your direction it's not a place where you labor to be strong you exude strength let's go deeper are we are we getting are we are we picking some things here or are we understanding a few things is the promised land now becoming something that we think is we must work towards yeah the promised land he said that you can find you can dig copper out of the hills when people are digging stones and dead out of hills he said that in the promised land you can dig copper out of the hills and the stones are iron somebody's getting a place of glory at that place your business even if you are selling gobe you can become a multi-million dollar business everything works in the promised land nothing fails in the promised land there's a realm listen to me let's 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 capture the revelation over here there's a place you can get to everything now is fashioned after your your glory all things begin to work together for your good and then now we know at that realm the word of god takes life the word of god becomes flesh to you everything works according to what the bible is saying there's a realm where you get where you are where sometimes the word of god becomes like something that is looked so far away is it is not easily attainable but there's a realm where the word picks on form and the word became flesh and dwells amongst us there's a realm where that functions from No promise looks like it's a promise. It's a real-time, present-time reality. It's a promised land. It's a promised land. God is bringing somebody into that realm of manifestation. Are we together? It's a realm we go. Don't go seeking after prophecies. We produce prophecies. We chart the way, and others follow. We are trailblazers somebody received that grace say i'm rising say i'm rising no one tells them as prophetically arise shine arise we need to arise there's a place we can get to where the flesh is subdued, and all the potentialities of the spirits all the glories thereof are in full expression right now the bible says that in the flesh we groan Desiring for the adoption, desiring for the full expression of the Spirit. Now, sometimes in our spirit, we'll catch. If you are very spiritual, somebody who spends time fellowship with the Word of God, you'll catch glimpses of it. You catch glimpses of it. There are times you see some manifestation of the glory of God in your life, and you're like, "Whoa! If I could walk in this every day." That time you see certain strange miracles, opening doors come your way, and you're like, "Wow! If this thing could be a daily lifestyle." That is a lifestyle, oh, in the promised land, in the promised land. It's a, a lifestyle. What does the promised land look like? Let's look at it. Glory to Jesus. I think I have about 10 minutes. Let's see what we can do with 10 minutes. Number one, it is a good land. That word good is from the Hebrew word tobe. anya so tobe, tobe, no, buy. Our, our Bible named it that. What do you think? <laughs> TOB. I realized, like Charlie, this one i was coming and share it with you. TOB, TOB. <laughs> amen and amen. And that, land, that word means pleasure, it means prosperity, it means pleasantness. So he's talking about a prosperous land, a land which is pleasing. Which is pleasant, a land which does well, a land which is desirable. God is bringing your life into that realm of expression. He It is a good land. And in that good land, good things are available. Joshua chapter 23, verse 15. Therefore, it shall come to pass that as all good things are come upon you. Why? In that land, all good things come upon you. In fact, when you study Joshua chapter 8, you read from the verse number seven we have read from the verse number seven to the verse number nine let, 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 let's let's go back to dissonance chapter eight so let's look at something over there let's read from the verse number ten you see he first seven eight and nine he describes the land and tells us that it's a good land and tells us it's a land of wheat and barley and pomegranate and then he tells us that it's a land where the stones are what it's a, it's, a, it's a well-watered land. It's a, it's a land where the stone you eat your bread out and the stones are iron, and you dig uh, copper out of the hills or brass, according to King James Version. Now, in the verse number ten, look at what it says. So, when thou hast eaten and you are full, it's a land where you eat and you become full. There's always supply, our abundance. Good things come to you. Then thou shalt bless the Lord thy God for the good land which He has given thee. Look at verse 11. It said Beware that you forget not the Lord thy God in not keeping His commandments and His judgments and His statutes which I commanded thee, this day. lest when thou art eaten and art food and have built, look at that, and have built what beautiful house oh, shall Amanda Look, that's a prophecy for somebody over here. Oh brother, take us to that scripture, please. Oh why, then go verse 12, why? Ooh, glory. Look at that. less when you have eaten and are full, and what have you done? Build beautiful houses. My, 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 my. You see why I was telling you that this year is a a year of lands and and properties. It's all in the prophecy. And when I was prophesying them, I didn't know God was going to give us this thing, the promised land. And I, I, I read the scriptures but you see i had not made the connection it was when i started reading the scriptures that i saw that all the prophecies that were giving us in the last episode of 2022 they are right there beautiful houses beautiful houses supplies of resources hallelujah good things are coming to you this year i said good things are coming to you this year i said good things are coming to you this year in the name of Jesus Christ. And dwells therein. Listen. I prophesy over your life. This year where you are sleeping will change. Where you are sleeping will change. Come on, grab it now. Receive it now. Receive it now. I say receive it now. And do all in them. And when die, listen to this, verse number thirteen. When your heads and your flocks do what? Please read it. You have a you want your business to do well, and I'm showing you what God is saying about your business. You look at it and read. What happens to your heads and your flocks? What happens to them? Oh, is it why the Lord told us businesses are going to do well? You know what I have, you see? many people when they talk, they see sheep and goats. They think it's just food. Those are businesses. Those are businesses. People who are business minded don't see sheep and goats as just food. No, I do it, and so you think if it was just food, you'll be going with morning getting uh, grass to feed them. They are money. What they are seeing about is money. Your mind is your mind is changing right now. Some of you very soon You see a stone and you see a business in it receive wisdom as i receive the spirit of wisdom what others have rejected and taken as done god is going to give you wisdom to bring money out of it that happens in the promised land receive as i receive as i receive the way you go to israel today the way they generate energy is different from the way we are suffering with hydroelectricity now everything produces something for them There's no wastage in that land the things that are causing floods for us now they they are using it to generate power and to generate other resources for them there is there is prosperity in everything that god created when we catch that wisdom most of the things that we call garbage we realize that they are raw material they are raw material May God give somebody in this church that kind of wisdom. If you catch that wisdom, ah, everything works. Everything works. Receive it now. As I start receiving now. So when your heads and your flocks they are multiplied, huh? let's go on verse thirteen. And thy silver and thy gold is what multiplied, and all that. Oh, I don't know. And all that you have is what multiplied. We are talking about the Promised Land experience. Verse number forty. Now, when your heart is lifted up, you see. Have you realized that when things are working for you, your your heart lifts up. You become so full of joy, and sometimes you forget yourself. Forget yourself. You see, and, and it's true, because there are people who they they came in contact with our ministry, and when you saw their lies. They, are, they were scrawny. They were looking very miserable. But when God blessed them, now they, they can talk anyhow. They can talk anyhow. I'm telling you, it's human nature. So he was warning them ahead of time. He's warning them ahead of time. I didn't even know, me, I experienced it, but I can see it written in the scriptures. Your heart is lifted up in you and you forget the Lord. You forget the Lord. So he was warning them. Why? Why was he warning them? Because he knew they were going to prosper. I'm warning you. What does that mean? I'm warning you. What does that mean? Oh, someone shall glory! Hallelujah! Praise the Lord! Say, I'm prospering in this year. I guess the Lord will prosper. Shalimah rastaya. Receive that grace upon your life. And you forget the Lord your God. He said, We brought thee out of the land of Egypt and from the house of bondage, who led thee through the great and terrible wilderness, where there were fiery serpents and scorpions and drought, where there was no water. Who brought thee forth, who brought thee forth water out of the rock of plains? Who fed thee in the wilderness with manna, which your fathers knew not, that he might humble thee, and that he might prove thee to do thee good at the latter end? He said, that my own power and might, has brought these things to me said don't say that and you my own hand has given me this wealth meaning you are going to be wealthy listen when we come for some meeting and you're hearing some prophetic words, you you receive it speaking tongues catch it catch it you have a problem we God's children and i say this out of a heavy heart a lot of time we come to church like this and we are not ready to catch anything so we are listening with our ears not listening with our hearts. And that becomes our problem. And, we, and in the spirits, Christianity is a heart engagement. It's a heart engagement. If you hear with your ears, you may not receive with your hands. If you catch with your heart, your hands will rejoice. It's a heart engagement. It's a heart engagement. That's why many people are saying that this Christianity is not working. It's because they were hearing their ears and went to their mind, but what they should have received was for it passed through their ears and go to their hearts. Go through their hearts. So, you see, you come. You you need to have expectation. Expectancy is important. Expectancy is important. So, as you are hearing these words, don't don't look at me as an ordinary man. See the word of God coming to you, and for you to receive it, lambano it, grab it, take it for yourself. It's when you take it for yourself that it becomes real to you. Becomes prophecy. Becomes prophecy. Prophecy is God speaking to me god speaking to me a sermon is man speaking to me a prophecy is god speaking to me this year may you not hear sermons may you receive prophecies may you receive messages in the name of jesus christ when you come to church don't come to listen to sermons i don't want to preach sermons sermons are religious but messages carry the life of god Carry the power of God. They are the word of God to these people. So I catch my word. The Rhema is coming to me. Let me quickly rush this. So it is a good land. Number two, it's a land that is flowing with milk and honey. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 3. Write it down. It's a land that flowed with milk and honey. Deuteronomy 6 3. Number three, it is a land that is watered by heaven and not by labor watered by heaven and not by labor Deuteronomy you know I mean? 11 verse 11 by the land where where, where you go to possess is a land of hills and valleys and drinking drink water of the rain of heaven Is i'm telling you that it's a place where God has prepared everything works everything works that's why when some people go to a bridge, they say that ah heaven and when because the traffic lights work then systems work you see may god bring us there can i tell you something that's why when you go to nigeria where witness ghana is located is called canaan land there for the past over over 15 years now they've never had flight light out but one of the problems that nigeria has is them. so one of the business that do very well in nigeria is generator business Everywhere you go, you've been to Nigeria before. You've been to Nigeria before. Or you're lying in the house of God. Uh, you've been to Nigeria before. You, you know what I'm talking about. The, the, the electricity is not stable. Ghana, we are blessed though. Ghana, we are blessed. And we are blessed. We have constant electricity. We can go one week without light out. Nah, oh. It, um, if what they are saying is not an exaggeration described a 30 minutes cry if you are not careful <laughs> you amen and amen so systems are not working but in Canaan land where bishop where says everything works systems are working the system is working are you understanding me there's a realm you can get to everything works in your life you see i want you to see it practically in your life when you engage something, it works. Whatever you decide to do, when you put your hand to do it, it works. What doesn't work for others, you, you seem to be able to get it to work. You touch a small machine, it works. It's a round we get to. Any business we say we want to do, it works. God bring us there. Everything that we decide to do, once we have decided to do it, it works. It's our promised land experience. I speak in other tongues right now. Speak in other tongues. If you say we are starting churches, they work. ba 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 de Come on, speak in other tongues right now. Speak in other tongues. Speak in other tongues. Speak in other tongues.
0: We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more inquiries, visit our website, www.emenezerokronipadocon.com. Or call 546 God bless you.